0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: So welcome.
0: Glad we're all here again this evening to be able to practice together. And uh, this evening, I thought I might share a sutta, actually, one of the traditional teachings um this particular one is called the Metta Nisamsa Sutta, and in English, apparently, that's Discourse on the Advantages of Loving Kindness. And the translation I'll read, it's it's short, but the translation I'll read from the Pali, the original Pali language, is by Piyadasi Tara. And the venerable Piadasi Mahatera was one of the main editors of the Buddhist Publication Society until his death in 1998. And he was one of uh, the chief spiritual friends of the American scholar and monk Bhikkhu Bodhi, who many of you may know about, has been such an important and prolific contemporary translator of the Buddhist texts into English for us. So we're amazingly lucky to have a scholar like Bhikkhu Bodhi having such great friends. So here's what uh, the Venerable Piyadasi Tara translated as the advantages, the Discourse on the Advantages of Loving-Kindness. Thus have I heard, on one occasion the Blessed One was living near Savati at Jet Jetavana, at the Anattapindaka's monastery. Then he addressed the monks saying, Monks, venerable sir, said the monks by way of reply. The blessed one then spoke as follows. Monks, 11 advantages are to be expected from the release, deliverance of heart by familiarizing oneself with thoughts of loving-kindness, metta, by the cultivation of loving-kindness, by constantly increasing these thoughts, by regarding loving-kindness as a vehicle and also as something to be treasured by living in conformity with these thoughts, by putting these ideas into practice, and by establishing them, what are the eleven? One, he sleeps in comfort. Or I'm going to change it to one. One sleeps in comfort. Two, one awakes in comfort. Three, one sees no evil dreams. Four, one is dear to human beings. Five, One is dear to non-human beings. Six. Devas protect him. Seven. Fire, poison, and sword cannot touch one. Eight. One's mind can concentrate quickly. Nine. One's countenance is serene. Ten. One dies without being confused in mind. 11. If one fails to attain arahatship, the highest sanctity, here and now, one will be reborn in the Brahma world. These 11 advantages, monks, are to be expected from the release of heart by familiarizing oneself With thoughts of loving kindness, by cultivation of loving kindness, by constantly increasing these thoughts, by regarding loving kindness as a vehicle of expression, and also as something to be treasured, by living in conformity with these thoughts, by putting these ideas into practice, and by establishing them. So said the Blessed One. Those monks rejoiced at the words of the Blessed One. So I'll provide those for Neil to post. And um, if there are questions, I'll, I'll be happy to answer those. But during the guided portion of our loving kindness meditation this evening, I thought I would offer some related uh, or additional intentions and benefits we, in contemporary times, could consider. So, settling into the meditation this evening, with whatever sense of
1: ease and of kindness towards yourself that might be available in this moment, Giving yourself credit for being here. For doing your best with this practice. Offering yourself all the time you need. All the time in the world for whatever is prominent in your awareness to be known. Whether what is coming to awareness
0: is unpleasant, pleasant, or seems neutral, there are no right or wrong states of mind and body in meditation. Everything is welcome into awareness.
1: Simply noticing what is most obvious in awareness now, whether it's
0: persisting or fleeting, arising or passing, letting it come through awareness
1: at its own pace. Allowing what wants to be known or experienced or sensed to be known with ample time and space. May this Sangha, who
0: dedicate themselves to freeing their hearts and minds from greed, aversion, and delusion, may all here experience ease in these bodies.
1: with whatever conditions each one has.
0: May these minds patiently be present with whatever conditions each has.
1: May all know a relaxed awareness and clarity. may all here awaken
0: to the beauty that is possible in the kind human heart-mind.
1: At the center of one's being, May no human have anything to fear from any of us. May they feel safe and free from harm in our presence, May no living creature have anything to fear from us.
0: May they feel free to go about their lives in happiness and peace when they are
1: around us.
0: As no living being has anything to fear from us, may we experience freedom from harm in return. May the purification of our intentions towards kindness leave our minds untroubled and free. May the beauty of our purified intentions for kindness radiate from us in happiness in a way that others can feel. And when we come to the end of the life of this body, may we do so with the peace of knowing that we cared
1: to cultivate kindness. As we continue this
0: meditation in silence, perhaps allowing some of your personal attentions for this practice to bubble into awareness. No need to think about it. Just, if anything comes up, notice it. Allowing any benefits that you've experienced from practice to bubble into awareness. Again, no need to think. Just allow for it. And if nothing comes to mind, knowing that inspirations will come when the mind is ready. Once you've planted the seeds, the seeds will grow at their own pace. Simply continuing to send kind wishes to yourself and to your fellow
1: meditators. So this
0: process of recognizing benefits that come from the cultivation of kindness and from this practice is actually far more important than you might think, because the accepting and appreciating any shifts in one's mind heart um, is. Very valuable. It reinforces them. It helps them continue to grow. Even the tiniest things. So it's very important in Buddhist practice sometimes that we're free of something. Not that we have moved in necessarily to, you know, some kind of glorious positive state, but that something dropped away that used to be difficult. So for example, if you, if there was someone with whom you had a bit of struggle or a bit of bumpiness and one day you realized oh you know I think they're acting that way and I'm acting this way because of the ways in which we're alike (laughs) you know even a thought like that or a well I don't really feel like struggling with them anymore I think I'll try to let this go a bit more that's an absence of something that was there before that was afflictive. So as we move away from some of the afflictive states towards the absence of conflict, the absence of being in difficulty with things, that is huge progress. And then that can grow towards actually having feelings of kindness, um, recognizing with empathy, Perhaps, uh, something, uh, someone is bringing into a relationship that came from a struggle in their life or a way in which you learn to survive in your life that's no longer adaptive at this stage and you start to realize, ah, I don't think I need that anymore. So, um, with that, I'd like to invite us into sharing.